Uh, going forward, we have with us Dr. Dr. Cynthia Selleck. Dr. Selleck is Program Director of the Area Health Education Center Program at the University of South Florida College of Medicine. She also holds an appointment as Associate Professor in the Department of Family Medicine at USF. In her role with AHEC, Dr. Selleck oversees a nine-county service area and two AHEC centers whose goal is to connect students to careers, professionals to communities, and communities to better health. AHEC is all about inspiring, training, recruiting, and sustaining a diverse and broad range of health professionals to practice in communities where the need is greatest. Within USF Health, Dr. Selleck has served as the champion of the Diversity Strategic Work Group, one of several work groups established by Dean Clasco when he arrived in the fall of 2004. Once again, help me welcome Dr. Selleck. I do appreciate the opportunity to be here, and I also realize it's difficult to be the last panel speaker Friday afternoon when we are already over time. So I will try to be very short about this, but I, I am pleased to have been asked to come talk a little bit about what the College of Medicine and USF Health have done with regard to diversity. And I'd like to acknowledge some of my cohorts in crime here. Suzanne Jackson, who, was, who has been an adventurer with me and my mentor during a lot of this process, um, is director of the Office of Student Diversity and Enrichment in the College of Medicine. Nisach Rodriguez-Snap is a coordinator in that same office, and Dr. Ted Williams have all been members of the committee that has been working on these initiatives. You heard that we had a new dean uh, and vice president for health sciences that came three years ago. And one of the things that Dean Clasco did when he got here is he established a handful of what he called strategic work groups or SWIGs on topics or areas that he thought we needed to work on. And diversity was one of those. So we got charged with doing a number of things in the area of diversity that rightly we needed to do and hadn't been doing. We were asked to create a definition for diversity. We actually went ahead and created a vision for diversity because although Dr. Vasquez said we probably all have one, guess what? Our College of Medicine uh, and USF Health didn't have anything that talked about diversity in our mission or vision statements. We also completed, went ahead and completed, because we were charged with looking at what is the status of diversity now and where should we be with it. So we completed six focus groups. Initially, we did this within the College of Medicine of faculty, staff, and students within the College of Medicine. We analyzed that data. We also conducted online climate surveys of faculty, staff, and students in the College of Medicine. We started a diversity marketing campaign. You can see our logo over there. We developed all sorts of things, zipper pulls that have that logo. So if you're over in USF Health, you're likely to see people with these hanging off of their name tags. What we wanted to do was create some talk about diversity. So we put banners and posters and did all sorts of things to get people talking. Um, 
We created a vision for diversity. It's lengthy. It has some of those same words you heard Dr. Vasquez talk about earlier. But the point is here, what this uh, work group came to decide very quickly is, although what the college's intent was with diversity is that we would increase enrollment of diverse students, faculty, and staff, we knew that really the only way to do that was to create an environment that was embracing. So we were not about increasing numbers, we were about changing the environment because we really believed that if we could change the environment, the number issue would take care of itself down the road. So that's sort of how we started off and that's really how we've continued. You might imagine when we did the focus groups, people wanted to know, okay, why are you doing this? There must be a problem. Something had to have happened because nobody ever asked us about any of these issues. Diversity is not something we talk about. Now that you're talking about it, there must be a big problem. What's the problem? Um, also, we were not surprised to find out from the focus groups that people said, well, the faculty and administration is not diverse. You heard wonderful numbers and percentages about students and faculty on the main USF campus, I would tell you it's not the same when you come over to the health sciences side of campus. We have a dearth of underrepresented students in medicine, nursing, less of a problem in public health. That is a national problem. We have a dearth of faculty that are underrepresented minorities. Um, we have a largely white, older male faculty. So. People said faculty and administration are not diverse. That's accurate. Very white male dominated. There's lack of diversity even in our own USF health clinic as far as patients. Uh, there, people said there's cliques, there's favoritism. Um, that religion was a huge issue. We hadn't actually expected that result, but that came out in the climate surveys as well. You're very Christian based. People don't acknowledge anything other than Christianity, Christian holidays. This is an issue for us. Uh, we had had one cultural fiesta at that point in time. It was a student-initiated event. People liked it. We've had four since then. We do wonderful things with this now because people said it was a great way to get people together. Most of the people from the focus group seemed to agree that we needed awareness and sensitivity training for all including the administration. That leadership in the College of Medicine needed to be more sensitive and responsive to issues regarding diversity. They wanted more things like the cultural fiesta, and they wanted a mechanism to support and evaluate faculty and staff in their behaviors associated with diversity. I have to tell you, we're not there yet. That's still something that we're working on. We did these online climate surveys. They were totally anonymous, and we gave out, you know, if you're one of the ones that, uh, that gets pulled, you get a gift certificate to go out to dinner. We actually had very good representation of faculty, staff, and students. They were different surveys. Uh, we had 125 faculty, 144 staff, and 139 students within just the College of Medicine that responded to these online surveys. We were impressed with that. Overall, large majorities of faculty, staff, and students appeared to be satisfied with the learning environment within the College of Medicine. However, some responses indicated room for improvement. Most notable was the lack of support for women in all three groups. That was a surprise to our work group. We hadn't actually expected that. 
Um, the most frequent source of harassment cited, now you have to remember we did this in early 2005. We had a very um, divisive political campaign in 2004, and that was still on people's minds. Political affiliation um, harassment was, was the big thing that came out, which we also hadn't expected. Here is an, uh, some interesting data, though. If you look at just uh, women faculty, it, it was true across the board, faculty, staff, and students. But when you get down and you look at 36% of female faculty in the College of Medicine felt that their ideas and comments were not listened to as carefully as their male counterparts. 32% said their, their work is not valued as highly as their male counterparts. Um, we were surprised by that. And I think that's information that we need to look at across the board. We also asked people about faculty, staff, and students, do you hear disparaging comments by others? Interestingly, students reported in hearing, hearing insensitive or disparaging remarks by fellow students much more than they reported hearing things from faculty or staff. And you can see the percentages here are pretty large. 40% of students said they had heard fellow students make uh, disparaging comments about, again, political affiliations or beliefs. But 39% gays, lesbians, bisexuals, and transgenders. 26% about racial and ethnic minorities. 23% about people from different economic backgrounds. And 21% of students said they had heard disparaging comments about women. So we have a long way to go. These are students in our College of Medicine. There were indications that racial, ethnic, sexual, and religious minorities in all three groups, faculty, staff, and students, did not feel affirmed in the environment within the College of Medicine. While they reported incidents of harassment very low, over half of those who had reported them were very um, unhappy with how that had been handled. Relatively few faculty and staff uh, reported incidents of unfair treatment by supervisors, yet 45 students reported being treated unfairly by faculty or fellow students. And they reported, they cited 101 reasons why they um, had, that this, that this had happened. Most commonly, personal dislike, lack of understanding, favoritism, racial ethnic bias, political affiliation bias, and class and economic bias. So, you know, we've got issues. So what the work group did at that point in time was develop a very comprehensive action plan, and that's what we've been working on over the past several years. I will just run through what the components of that plan were and what we've done, because there are some areas we've not even gotten to, and there are some areas that we have. We, our first strategy is that we wanted to fully implement the College of Nursing, or the College of Medicine Diversity Action Plan, and we recommended to the Dean and Vice President that he appoint a Diversity Leadership Council. Um, recognize that these strategic work groups were groups that were put together three years ago, and all of them, except the diversity work group, have since disbanded um, because they were there to do some job and then be gone. But we didn't ever feel that our job was done. And we have not gotten anywhere with this recommending a diversity leadership council. So what has happened is our, our adventurers have 
what have we done? We've, 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 yes, we're, we've, we're there, but there's been a lot of turnover of, uh, and so we still need this kind of thing because there, there aren't the teeth we need this to have. Um, we wanted to more fully integrate the College of Medicine with uh, identified and established USF cultural heritage, heritage events and celebrations. We've done some of that. Again, I mentioned to you that we've now done four um, cultural fiestas, and that will continue on an annual basis. Increase awareness of religious holidays and observances. Actually, we sent out via email to um, faculty, staff, and students the religious holidays that you can get right off the diversity and EEO website, but you know, over in USF Health, we don't ever click on that website over there, so we sent that all out to people. Now, what they did with it, I'm not sure, but they got it. Remember, they said they didn't know about this, so we're trying to educate them. Um, we wanted <laughs> administration buy-in, training upper-level administrators to be leaders in diversity and cultural competence and model appropriate behaviors. It took us probably a year and a half to identify and be able to contract with an outside um, entity. We used Mountaintop Institute to come in and do some diversity leadership training. We did three sessions and we invited all of the upper level administrators within USF Health to attend. I would say a little more than half attended. Um, those who attended, I think, had very good experiences. We also had one of these diversity leadership training, um, they were eight-hour trainings, with the diversity work group, because we had not actually done that before. We wanted to do more. That's all the funding we had, and in large part, we were helped with funding from Dr. Williams, also some funding from our dean. But we're in a budget crisis now, so you know we're not going to be continuing these, because we don't have the money to do it. Training faculty and staff in diversity and cultural competence. We still need to work on this. Identify as a priority the provision of domestic partner benefits that came out in our surveys. Promote diverse representation on USF and College of Medicine committees. Easy to say, um, we have a dearth of underrepresented minority faculty some of what I just heard Dr. Thomas say, our minority faculty are pulled in all sorts of directions because everybody wants someone on their committee and we don't have very many minority faculty. Promote the College of Medicine and USF Health as a diverse and welcoming place to work and study. Again, our idea was if we could get the environment such, people, this will be true. Now we have developed a number of things um, this is just a, a small prototype, but we've done a couple of these murals that we have posted on external walls over at USF Health. These are our students, our faculty, and our staff. We have another one that's a little different than this, um, and they are posted over there. They're billboards that are about maybe a quarter of the size of that big billboard over there. Um, we want people, when they come over there, to see that we are doing some things. So again, we're working at it. And investigate and promote College of Medicine and USF collaboration on diversity events. We've got a ways to go with that. 
We want to develop and implement diversity training for all College of Medicine students. I will say thanks to, again, the Office of Student Diversity and Enrichment, we have, through the diversity work group, established monthly diversity lunch and learns that are now housed in this office over here. Not only housed, they're planned, implemented, and paid for by this office over here. Um, and so it's a monthly diversity lunch and learn on different topics. It's the fourth Thursday of every month. We've done a number. We've done them for a year now. And I would say our, our attendance is 60 to 70 faculty, staff, and students each month. Not bad. We're covering lots of different topics. And then provide opportunities for students to collaborate. You know, even students within our own college and within USF Health say, I don't feel like I have anything to do with my fellow students. So we're, we've been working on that. Provide opportunities for students to work with diverse patients. We do that. We could do a better job at that. Maintain and enhance the recruitment and retention of a diverse student body. There are many challenges associated with that. There's a piece of that that our diversity work group has responsibility for. In large part, again, if we can educate people on the importance of this, it will take care of itself at the admissions committee level. So what have been our successes and challenges? We've had many successes. You could go over to USF Health and you'll see some of those. We have banners up, we have, you know, but we got a long way to go. Major challenges is the champions, the adventurers are becoming less adventurous, <laughs> not less motivated, but there's been a lot of turnover on the work group. We haven't been able to institutionalize this. We don't have somebody at the administrative table. We don't have somebody that's always keeping it in the administration's face. And we need to do that. Um, we have not had much funding. Various offices have picked up different things. Again, Suzanne's office is doing the lunch and learns. My office did these. Ted's office helped support some of the leadership training. We don't have funding to support initiatives. It's hard to keep people motivated and excited about moving forward when there's no budget to do things that you know need to be done. And again, the slack of consistent voice at the, at the administrative table. Um, and there was something else I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. Thank you. <laughs>